former senior pastor, Larry Donner, said he first heard God's call for him to be a pastor while sitting in the balcony of his home church, along with others who were part of his confirmation class. He did not expect this, but he experienced it one day during a worship service. Pastor Larry's story has always made me kind of stop and consider what God might be saying to our confirmands, what God might be saying to our senior high students, or what God is saying to really any of us today who are worshiping here. Is God calling you, God calling me, to a particular ministry for the sake of the gospel? Well, last weekend, Pastor Lauren Halad was here. He is going to be our new senior pastor. He spoke briefly about his call to ministry while serving in the military in Iraq during his various meets and greets last weekend. His call was certainly quite a bit different than Pastor Larry's call, that is for sure. Well, the last part of the gospel lesson today is about call. It's about Jesus calling four fishermen to follow him as they cast their nets on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee near Capernaum. And the narrative tells us that these four fishermen did just that. They follow him and became disciples as Jesus is just beginning his public ministry. When you hear an account like this, being called to be a disciple of Jesus, I think seems a little strange and maybe unusual, not what you would, might expect. I know my call to ministry was quite different than many of my classmates from seminary because I never entered seminary to become a pastor. I entered seminary to work towards a master's degree in pastoral counseling. And upon reflection, I would say that my call unfolded during my first year at seminary. It was by being in seminary and studying and speaking with faculty who were so encouraging to me by listening and praying and discerning, I believe God was calling me to be a pastor in the church. And to tell you the truth, I think that call surprised me back then. And I really kind of still marvel at it right now, all these years later. So why did Peter and Andrew and James and John follow Jesus? Were they impulsive, crazy, just reacting in the moment? Well, there's nothing in Matthew in Gospel that indicates why these four men um, did this. It doesn't indicate they knew something about Jesus. It doesn't indicate anything. And up to that time, there are no recorded miracles in the scriptures. So what happened that they would follow? Well, there are some scholars who believe that maybe, just maybe, they were the uh, disciples of John the Baptist who was recently arrested. And then as John's disciples, they kind of followed along. But we really don't know why they followed Jesus. We're simply told they do it. Whenever we read this account as Christian, it often makes us wonder if we could ever do that, drop everything and follow Jesus. And sometimes that just seems impossible to consider and then maybe even more impossible to do. 
to tell you the truth, I think I know these kinds of thoughts, and probably a lot of people who are pastors and, and, and uh, staff in churches know these kinds of thoughts. Because when I first began to think about being called to be a pastor, it just seemed impossible. It seemed, how could I, I do that? I never even met a woman pastor before. <laughs> That's where it was in the timeline, guys. <laughs> and who was I to do that? And what would that mean for my life? I did not know what it really meant, but I stepped out in faith and followed what I thought God was asking me to do. And it seems I was able to say yes. I, I would follow God's call to be a pastor, not because I had all the gifts to do the task well, because I don't and I didn't, but I followed the call because I'm a child of God and experienced with that call God's love and grace for me. God's call, no matter who we are or what we might be called to do, isn't simply about just doing something for the kingdom. It's rather about being a child of God each and every day in God's kingdom and in the world, starting there. So I wonder if knowing they were part of God's family is what produced such an immediate response from James and, and John and Peter and Andrew that they felt like, oh, we're being called to do more than we ever imagined for the, um, for, as God's people. And if truth be told, I don't think they probably knew what it meant to be fishers of people. You know, what does that mean? You know, it's kind of crazy. And I don't think, um, but they felt something there. They felt like uh, Jesus valued them and there was worth. And when you think about it, they follow before there is any correct church doctrine. Jesus even hadn't been announced as the Messiah. Nobody had recognized him as the Messiah. They have no idea of where they will go or what will they will do, but they do know that Jesus is calling them to be his disciples. And I think what they most of all do is that they trust that that will become clear over time, that they trust that things will unfold over time which makes it clear, at least for me, that God does not call those who are equipped, but equips those who God calls. Or I think uh, Pastor David Losey says it well. He sums it up by saying, God calls ordinary people right in the midst of their ordinary lives to do some ordinary things for the sake of the gospel, and sometimes to do some extraordinary things for the sake of the gospel. So I wonder how you feel called as ordinary people in your ordinary lives. What is God calling you to do? It then makes perfect sense that a call to be a follower of Jesus in whatever capacity it looks like begins with the fact that we are God's children. And even if we don't know quite what being a child of God might mean, we know God loves us and honors and values us and wants to use us. And as children of God, over time we will learn what it means and indeed find all kinds of things to do in response to God's call. Maybe our doing will come through our daily work and our daily interactions with people. Or maybe our doing will be volunteering in our church, but also in our community. 
perhaps most of our doing, that is living out the call in word and deed, will come through our relationships we have with other people, our friends and our families and others that we encounter each and day, every day. But however it is that God may use us, and indeed all of us, it's important to remember that before God calls us to do anything, God first calls us to be something, and that's simply God's beloved in the world. We are called to be part of God's family. God calls us to be part of the body of Christ. And then knowing this, I think we can trust and follow and let that just unfold over time. And maybe if you look back at your life, you can see how following Jesus has unfolded for you over time. So I encourage you, brothers and sisters, to be of good cheer. God has not called us to something impossible. God has given us gifts and baptism by the Holy Spirit so we can be disciples, so we can be imitators of Christ, so we can live Christ-shaped lives, so we can pour light and love into our world. And lest we forget, though, this call is not just for us as individuals, it's for us as a congregation too. And each year, we are called to figure out as a congregation what are we supposed to be doing for the sake of the gospel. But we start always with the fact that we are children of God. So God calls us, and perhaps God is calling us to be a place of more welcome and acceptance. Maybe God is calling us to really do more around God's word and proclaiming the good news. Maybe we are being called to uh, have a healing ministry of some sort, but we know God is calling us. And this past week, when we discerned that God was calling Pastor Lauren Halad to be our new senior pastor, you know, that is part of this whole thing that God calls us as a congregation to be God's people in the world. Writer uh, Jan Phillips tells a story about people responding to a call that saves her life. You see, Jan was in a horrific accident one day when she was in the desert in Southern California. She had gone out to the desert to take some pictures and she was standing by her small car which was pulled off to the side of the road, a quiet road. And she had gotten out to take some pictures and lo and behold, this car comes flying down the road and clips her car, which then hits her and sends her flying through the air with the car kind of ending up on top of her. And she was not able to get out from underneath the car and the manifold was quite hot. Well, fortunately for her, another car was traveling down the road which saw this accident happen. And the car stopped, and in it were four young men who came over to check out what was happening. And they came over and saw the car and saw her pinned under the car, and they asked her if she was all right. Well, the answer was, no, I'm not all right. What else could she really say? Then they said, well, we'll go for help. And in that moment, being very well aware of her pain and her predicament, she said she had a Holy Spirit moment and then said to them, I think you are the help. And with that, those four young men were able to move that small car off of her and get her the help she needed. For the children of God, for us, 
the call to follow Jesus each and every day comes through Holy Spirit moments. When we are perhaps gently reminded, perhaps gently invited, or maybe not so gently reminded and gently uh, invited, that we are the ones who God has sent into the world to share the good news of Jesus Christ with others by what we say and by what we do. We are the hope, we are the help, and I mean that in the best of ways that God has sent to bring light to darkness. Teresa of Avila sums up this call to God's people when she said, Christ has no body now but ours. He prays in us, he works in us, he looks through our eyes and speaks through our words, he works through our hands and walks with our feet, and he loves with our heart. And here is what I marvel at, how often I observe members of Good Shepherd being Christ's body in the world. So thank you for being Christ's body in the world. Children of God, listen, for God is calling us to follow Jesus too. Amen.